We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We respectfully acknowledge elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Wine with Megan Mal. We're here to help you navigate the world of wine. I'm Mal Gilchrist, joined by Master of Wine, Meg Brotman. I just tried to say our names in the opposite order and it didn't Couldn't work. Do it. <laughs> to start do it. again. But I so often get called Mel. Oh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. So Mel, I've been called Meg. We, we both just respond to both now. A, we look nothing alike. No. B, our voices are very, very different. Our personalities are very different. I don't understand it, but I think it just rolls off the tongue like it oh, is Oh, our personality's now. different. Yeah. yeah. I'm really nice. <laughs> As if. <laughs> Shut up. People love me. If you're in love with someone, it's probably Mel. I will get, I will get that. Yes, she is the nice one. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are just trying a few wines to try and figure out what is going to be in our summer repertoire. I wanted to do a bit of a blend. You know, yes. you're always telling me. Drink across the spectrum, man. Yeah. You know, don't just don't just focus on wine. There's so many beverages out there, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I've got a pre-made spritz from mm-hmm. Domaine Chandon. Um, I've got a low alcohol wine from Giesen. Giesen? Giesen. I should not learn how to pronounce it. Giesen, surely. Yeah. Um, the reason I got this is because during the summer period, sometimes you just feel like something – Low in alcohol. Yeah. Also, it was gifted. We need to point that out. Yes, it was. They sent they sent it to us along with the Pinot Gris. Uh, well, so we had a Sauvignon and a Pinot Gris, but I wanted to look at the Pinot Gris rather than Sauvignon because, wow, well, we know why. Yeah, yeah. And then we um, also had a lovely um, winemaker send us some wine. Yeah. So Hydropath Society, it's called Well. Um, it's a Gruner Veltlinger from the Adelaide Hills, and I just thought Gruners are really good all-rounder for summer and food oh, and man. get you through Christmas Day. Hells yeah. And then what was the last one that we decided to do? Oh, you were gifted an What's it called? which is a great variety, which is in Alsace. It's not one of the four, you should know this from level two, noble grape varieties. Mm. Um, and it goes into, if you just see Alsace AOP, yeah. it's a blend. It doesn't have the Riesling or the Pinot Gris or the Pinot Blanc or the Muscat in it. It's just Auxerrois. Um And I think they use Silvana and there's other things. It's also grown in Germany and I think Luxembourg is the other place. I'm really excited about that one. Yeah. It's very acidic. Yeah. And it's quite – you might like it because it's, it's Picpoulesque. Oh, you know how I feel about Picpoul. But a bit more phenolic-y. Yeah. Oh, great. I love phenolic And I've got to say, good find. It was given to Mel by a kind little listener, was it, or someone yeah, at work? Yeah, um, his co-worker, his Joe, wine experience manager at Shandon. But he started listening to it, so that's oh, nice. Thanks, Joe. I know. But first, um, Meg, what's you drinking? So what have I been drinking? I had the other day um, a Verve Clicquot champagne. Oh, very traditional for me. Um, a friend of mine sent me a text saying, I've got a bottle of Verve with your name on it after we won our award. Yeah. And she quit her job, so she was very excited. And I haven't had it for ages and it's always been my favourite ever since I was Has like it? really young and I've realised it was delicious but I've realised how 
many different champagnes I've tried since I first fell yeah. in love with it. Yeah, I can see why I loved it. Yeah, um, they had that. We we had it with this amazing, amazing smoked cheese dip thing that was just delicious, yeah. and they made an incredible seafood marinara. Pasta, but all like he didn't buy the marinara mix. He actually goes to the yeah. market and buys and chili. It was an amazing meal. Thanks, Sophie and Peter. And it was just interesting to because I don't generally drink big house no champagne, and it was really lovely. It's a really lovely creamy drop. It's um I had it the other day as well, and. I it was kind of like bigger and bolder yes. than I remember. It's richer than your Moet. Yeah. Um, and Chandon. I think maybe when I was starting out trying champagne, I was probably just comparing it to Bolly or something because Bollinger is up. Big. <laughs> yeah. And I used to love Rotorua and Verve and yeah. Bolly and they're all in that yeah. kind of, there's a bit of Malo, there's a bit of but Oak. I, I really like that stuff. I, I do really like Verve. Yeah. So I just, I hadn't had it for I couldn't tell you the last time I had a bottle of Verve and it was just delicious. Oh, good. And she's still an ugly old lady, the Verve Clicko. Aw, that's she's mean. She's the lady. Well, she's the widow. That's what it means. She was quite the innovator, wasn't she? She created half of the. Yeah, and she, she, she like, she, she took over. She was, and she, impl- she told blokes what to do and the oh, 18th century. So she, she's, she's pretty cool. Champagne but, queen. Yeah. Um, good drop. Maybe I should name a kid Verve. No, I may named my firstborn Lily after Lily Bollinger. Oh, that's after Bollinger. But um, Lily's now Elliot. So yes. Particularly didn't like the name Lily at all. <laughs> I, I think after he saw Lily Bollinger in the photo, it was just like, no. He didn't request that, although he was going to change his name. It's like, can you at least call yourself like Porch or? <laughs> I actually know a guy who's got a Marsan. And a Rusan for children, girl, yeah, two girls. That's something I would do. No, that is just wrong. I wanted to call Zoe Chardonnay. <laughs> she would have no. been a really cute Chardonnay. Nay, nay. She's a beautiful Zobo. <laughs> She's perfect in every way, shape and form. Okay. okay. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> My son is a complete history buff. We were talking about the Roman Empire, as mm-hmm. you do. That's over, true. Over dinner the other night and we yeah. were talking about the debauchery and everything. And apparently – in some part of the Roman Empire, it was actually illegal for wives to drink. You know how we sort of think of the Roman Empire as this debauch, kind of all doing sex yeah. and drinking? Apparently the women, I don't know if it was a whole thing. Luca wasn't certain, but, it, but, but for a period of it, so and they could be killed if they drank. Like seriously, if your husband's around, you know, screwing everyone, I'd be drinking. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate right. this. But anyway, we've moved on. We've moved on. We're drinking, Meg. We're drinking. <laughs> We're not the Romans. Not after we've got our award. Frankly, but- Roman Empire collapsed. That could be the reason. Oh, blokes. they didn't let the women yeah. drink. Let just, them have a drink. Just look at what we can do with a little bit of champagne. <laughs> what we can do just anyway. Yeah. But we yeah. don't need the champagne, although it does help. It does help. <laughs> Okay, let's do this. Let's figure out what wines we're going to have in our summer repertoire. I went to an event at Chandon, I reckon it's six or seven years ago now, where we tried all these champagnes and stuff and then they took us out where they'd been making the bitters for this. Yeah. 
and then they gave us the sh- the the spritz. So they've made the bitters on site. The, mm. the chemistry they've distilled them, and it's like alchemy, and it's wonderful. And then they've blended it, and I was just like, oh my god, because premixes for me are just no, don't do that. Yeah. I was blown away by how delicious, refreshing, and fantastic it was. And I have subsequently bought it in Dan Murphy's mm. on occasion with friends that don't really drink. Yeah. You know, if they want an Aperol spritz and you can't be bothered doing it, you've got this on hand yeah. for them to do it. I haven't had it for a long time and I am super impressed. How much is it? Uh, it's about 30 bucks, I think. I should know, shouldn't I? You should I? know marketing. Um, Hope your boss isn't listening to this. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell me, Joe. Yeah, it is. It's um, $30 in first choice, 25 in liquor land. So, like, apparently when um, Dan, the winemaker, was first, like, tasked with coming out with this, he he got told, he was like, why aren't – people were like, why aren't you just going to a flavour house and you can tell them what flavours you want and you can get, like, a dropper this and, like, what I love. drop in colour and drop in flavour and voila, that's it. And he tried and he's like, no, that sucks. And Well, having yeah. had today a peach-flavoured sparkling wine. Yeah. So it's mimicking the Bellini. Yes. And as I said, I've had a Bellini in Harry's Bar in Venice. This is just an absolute bastardization of what that is. This is not. No. Because this is – he's made the, – they've made the spirit. Yeah. It's perfectly balanced. Yeah. You can still taste the sparkling wine. Yeah. Um, it's really refreshing. It makes you just want to have another glass and another glass. It's served on ice. Yeah. And when I had it, we had some um, orange, I think maybe dried orange peel was in the glass. Yeah, yeah. You put like a slice of orange. So like the ideal serve is like ice in the glass, fill it then, and then put either a slice of orange or dehydrated orange. And then if you want to be fancy, a little bit of like rosemary. Uh, I, I was just the um, commitment mm. to what is a, a premix My was first phenomenal. I saw all these buckets of oranges and they're like, yeah, it's forgotten spirits. I was like, you actually yeah. cut up oranges. And they got that whole room. Is it still there? There yeah, was a yeah. whole room for it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But it's yum. I'm so glad you like it. For me, it is the perfect ah. summer drink. Ah, By the pool. How good's that? Yeah. Um it's refreshing, it's yeah. light, it's it's bitter. Yeah. Oh, which you probably wouldn't like, but it makes me no, want bitter is I yeah. Like I'm thinking green olives, those Sicilian olives, just sitting around the pool, it's on my repertoire. It's my first song on the playlist oh, for summer. I have to say I didn't give you a taste. I, I gave you a little bit there and you've you definitely it. I'm, I'm like looking at the, I, I said to you that I needed to see the bottle. I need to refill my glass. That's why you wanted the bottle back. It's it is awesome and take away your preconceptions. Look, there are premixes and premixes that don't get me wrong. <laughs> My son Elliot is drinking these great flavoured shoju, six percent <laughs> sugar things. This is a an aperitif cocktail for wine lovers. Okay. It has a sparkling wine base. Okay, well we love and it. And it's made in the Yarra Valley. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, it is. The bitters are right, made yeah. in the Yarra Valley. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit proud of it. Aww. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I'm so glad, Meg. the diversity. I'm, I'm doing a, a talk at the moment. Um, yeah. Does diversity matter? And talking about the Yarra Valley. Oh, good. Oh, well, I'm glad you like that one. We've, I mean, we've got to move on to another wine, but I am enjoying yes. drinking it myself. Okay. The next okay. one we've got is Hang on. the... Oh. I, I feel like I need to preface this one. You're not allowed to comment on it because you work for them. I'll just have another what, sip. What, Geeson? No, no, now we're talking about Geeson. So um, Emma, our friend Emma, we've um, kind of had a couple of back and forths with Emma and she's she emailed us and about kind of Margaret River and some other stuff and she's written, on another note, I'm almost whispering this, would you consider tasting Nolo wine again? Sorry, Meg. There's no escaping consumer interest in 0% wine. Geeson's leading the charge. Anyway, she's basically saying she reckons this wine could actually turn you and and that you might like it. So we're like, oh, go for your life, Emma, send it through, but we're going to say what we think. So I don't know whether to apologise in advance. Or, let's just go in. Let's see what we think. So my okay. understanding, I've been following um, Geeson for a while because I know that in the vineyard they've been doing a lot of um, – the way you normally make low alcoholic wines is you make a wine and then you de-alcoholise it using a technique called spinning kite. That takes out some of the flavour. But apparently, from my understanding from what I've been reading, they've been working in the vineyard mm-hmm. to try and get the flavours in at lower alcohols anyway and then using the spinning kind technology to reduce the alcohol but not so much then so they're not as losing as much and the reason I've put this on my summer playlist is over summer and Christmas and New Year it's you're indulging mm-hmm. and I thought sometimes I would like just a glass of wine that's a little bit lower in alcohol so that's why I want to try it tonight six percent Mel's face is like, I'm not quite sure. I'm not, no, no, I just don't want to give it away in Paris suggestion. That's bloody good. It's good. I know. <laughs> what? Well done. It's 6%. It's only 45 calories per know. serve. You wouldn't know. It's got. Oh, my God. Emma, be- what? That beautiful orchard nose that I love in Pinot Gris. So red apple and green apple mm-hmm. and yellow apple and pear. And it just smells like an orchard and almost apple blossom. So it smells like Pinot Gris, like a normal everyday yep. Pinot Gris. It smells like Pinot Gris. And the body mm-hmm. is still there, which normally that's the number one thing is the body. You lose body when you take out alcohol. So... I'm, I'm not entirely sure how they've managed to retain a nice... I feel like there's a bit of sugar in there. Is there? It's... I'm not sure, but the really acidity... Hang on, let me see. Hang on. Refreshes with... Finishes with balanced sweetness. Only 49 calories per serving and 1.9 grams of sugar per 125 mil. So yeah. it's actually quite sweet. Um, they've got a nutritional... So, fun fact, if you want to claim calories on your label, you have to include a nutritional panel on the back. So that's why there's a nutritional panel on the back here. Um, but yeah, it's not that What's much. Sure. What's the yeah one point nine per glass? Oh, What's that's per, per glass. Mil, per hundred mil. Per hundred mils, one point five. Oh, so it's one hundred twenty-five mils. So multiplied by ten. Ten grams. Ten grams. Eleven. Eleven. Twelve grams per liter, but high acidity. Wow. I take my hat off. I yeah. step back and I say, I would 
drink this and Me I could too. happily give this to people and they wouldn't even know. I actually have a friend, she's a wee bit of a boozer. <laughs> And um, we do worry about sometimes that she can easily knock back like two bottles of wine while we're yeah. sharing one bottle between the two of us yeah, or three of us and this might be one <laughs> yeah. for her. Called Pure Light and it's 6% alcohol. Yeah. So how many standard drinks in a bottle? That's a good question. Um, it is 3.6. Oh, you and can that have that like... whole bottle over an evening and still drive. I'm thinking of like, oh, yeah, that's good. But I'm thinking of like a hot day. Like on Saturday, um, I'm doing like a birthday celebration with my family and it's going to be 29 degrees and outside all day. And it's like you just can't drink wine for long during the day when it's that hot. You need something like that. Okay. um, So, yeah, well done. I'm not going to lie. It was a risk sending us that, but it paid off. (laughs) She no, said, and <laughs> I've just read here that it retails for $17 and that's the other thing. <gasps> that is the other thing, yeah. You don't want to be paying more for these. So yes. $17 is a really fair price. Um, but- people, if you want to drink a low alcohol, bloody delicious, varietally expressive wine with body and grip. People need to understand green. as well that like beer, the low alcohol beers and zero alcohol beers cost so much less than like mm. the normal beer, um, and it just doesn't work the same with wine and people don't understand why they're paying more. But it's like we are making the wine and then we're doing extra stuff that costs way more money and that is why and that is why I just don't know. Wine is trying so hard to break into low elk and I just, I don't know, maybe, you know what, this skeezing is a good sign, I guess, of things to come, but it's just going to be really difficult to compete, I think, against other categories like beer. I'd rather drink that than a low alcohol beer. Well, that's situational though. Like it depends. If I'm at the footy, I'm drinking a beer. Or do what Rob Dolan used to do, take his little hip flask with the Pinot. Hip flask of Pinot. That's really cute. So now we have a really random wine. Lovely people send us wine. This is from um, Hydropath Society and – um, there, I think he's in. The, he sent a handwritten note. I should read it. Hi, Megan, Mel, and Meg. <laughs> Lots of colourful characters in the wine beers. I'm one of them. Thanks for having a look at a few samples of Hydropath Society wines. My label name, based on the original 19th century French group of artists and bon vivants. Random. I select and work with artists to get my inspiration for the new labels, which are produced in very small lots. Ah. Uh, and wine collide, art and wine collide together. Please check out my wine hikes. I won't be doing that. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds like something that That's you definitely too hard. Do. I sit and drink. I do it. I don't hike. Well, there's a whole list of them here. Here you go. Do you, you, take those if you drink along the way? Although the, once I start drinking, you can't get me to do exercise. When I did, when we went to New Zealand, we did this thing called Siberia Valley. So you catch a two-seater plane in. They mm-hmm. drop you in Siberia Valley and you walk out and then you catch a um, shot over jet. So this was in uh, Central Otago somewhere. Yeah. We had backpacks of ciggies because I was a smoker back then. So my lucky strikes and two bottles of um, Ripon Riesling. Oh, my God. And we were stopping and walking and eating. We had brie and baguettes and everyone else got like walking sticks and blah, blah, blah. Russell and I got to the end and they were all waiting for the shot over jet. It arrived two minutes after (gasps) us. So we were just like, okay. 
had the best time. <laughs> anyway, back to the wine. Okay, so I'm what I'm trying to find out about this hike experience. If you go for a hike, then have wine at the end. I'm on board. If you like stopping along the way during, I just think I'd get annoyed. Once I start drinking, I just want to enjoy it. <laughs> Don't make me do work after that. True. But um, I think for a lot of people, they would actually be really into this concept. It's called Hydropath. It's it's on the Hydropath One's website. You can book a wine hike. I'm sure there are plenty of people in the world that would love that. It's like that Pinot yoga that were people doing during lockdown. Anyway, Gruner, 2021, Grotlinger from um, Adelaide Hills. Adelaide Hills, Hills. yeah. Lovely acidity. Uh Uh-huh. 100 cases produced. That's nothing. So nothing. So just in all honesty, we know nothing about this producer. No. It's always good to try these wines and that's why I put it on my my um, summer playlist because I think for me this summer we've been so locked down and had pretty miserable Christmases where we haven't sure, been sure yeah. what's going on. This year we can actually plan and have a Christmas and I want to drink different stuff and I plan to sit by my pool and do nothing but drink alcohol. That's rather yummy. That is bloody delicious. The mouthfeel, the texture. It's the, the mouthfeel. It's got that sweet spot. Or is it sweet? Or is it good to sweet spot? I actually can't figure it out. I think it's a sweet spot. I don't think it's sweet. But I'm just thinking I've ordered a gin-soaked Gravelax from Kitchen and Butcher in Hillsville. And I, they may use Four Pillars gin. And so Gravelax is um, salmon and you cure it with sugar oh. and salt. I've ordered that. I've ordered a kilo of that. From, oh, my God. Yum. Yeah. That and that, because it's not it's smoky. It's a really good Gruner. That is beautiful. Well done. We oh, don't we have a name. Gruner in the world. Oh, we, do we not have his name? We don't have your name. Yeah. We've got lots of colourie pieces Aww. of paper. Oh, hang on. Oh, fine. Emma? Yeah. No, that's Emma. <laughs> Emma is Geeson. Oh, Geeson. Sorry. <laughs> no, I've got all these pieces of paper. We don't have your name. So speak to Mel about how to do marketing. Um <laughs> And the other thing is, where to buy my wine? His name is Tom. Tom. Tom, Tom. Robertson. Nice wine, Tom. Tom Robertson, that is Nicely done. awesome. Just can more people start making Gruner in Australia? And I love it. If you are going to drink Gruner, my advice is Hills, Adelaide Hills. Yeah. Go to first and foremost. And the other one that I would recommend is Tamarumba. There's not a lot up there, but hmm. Nick Spencer, I think his name is, does a good one. For is your cold enough? Uh, we're talking about it with Raf. Because he's up in the Upper Yarra. He wants to do Zinni Mafro from um, uh, Cyprus because that's where he's from. Oh, of course. All right, we've got this last one. Meg, you're going to have to pronounce it. I don't. Oxewa. Oxewa. A-U-X-E-R-R-O-I-S. So what it is is a, a blender from Alsace. It's made by Mount Lange Juran. What year is it? 22. Okay, so the, something that clearly have planted. I'm not sure why. It's not like continental Ararat resembles anything like Alsace. <laughs> and it's always been, you know how you've got Aligoté in Burgundy? Yeah. It's kind of like the Aligoté huh. of Alsace. Yeah, okay. Hey. So I've always found it a little bit neutral, a little bit phenolic and quite acidic. Pick pulley. It's so pig pulley. It's really pig pulley. Very floral. Yeah. Huge acidity. Light bodied. Yum. 
That's ooh, delicious. Ooh, I like that acid that a needs lot. Oysters. It doesn't have the salty oyster shell that Pickpool does. It's got that kind of slight. No, it's got a bit of like a minerality to it, though. Oh, that is good. Yum. How much? Do you know this was a gifty? Yeah, let's look it up. So the reason this the whole this playlist or this drinking summer drinking is we this is a time to unwind and stop thinking and don't drink the same stuff because we always get stuck stuck in a rut. So yeah, you know, drink I was drinking Freya and Jules Riesling from Aldi the other night because you know I was in Aldi getting protein bars and it was there. <laughs> this summer, because it is our first real post COVID summer. Try something that and you wouldn't normally do. We all love Riesling. We we all we all drink Riesling every chance we can get. I know it's like, but I'm boring. I think I'm boring. I was listening to um, I can't, oh, I, can't, I can't remember who it was, but it was some MW on a podcast the other day, and they were like, "What's your favorite wine?" And she's like, "Oh, I love Riesling." And I'm like, "Ugh, we all love Riesling. Just Move like on. find something else. Like come back to it every now and then. But like we really do need to branch out a bit more. Hey, this is awesome. Twenty five bucks. Oh my god, that is fantastic. Isn't that great? Now, just a question to you, Mel. Are we going to do our picks of the year? Oh, of course. Yep. So um, we did this last year. I was a really widely listened to episode because I said to Meg, how many? Was it 10 or five? We'll need to figure it out. We'll have to do each. We'll have to do. Okay. So we do five each. Five each. We need to choose our top five wines of the year. God. And when you go back and look at how much we've tasted. I know. It's going to be really hard. Um, out of everything we've tasted, what are the top five each? I've got one that's just seared into my brain. So I don't know. I'm going to have to listen back, I think, oh, and no. figure out what I. I think there's two that's probably seared in there. But uh, do you know what? I reckon at least one or two will come from that episode that we did with Andrew Shedden, the one dance of the one. From there. Yeah, yeah, but y'all, uh, um, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're gonna have we, have we, do you have any questions for me? Because we need to. Mel's going out to Wine Communicators of Australia night yeah, tonight. Yeah, I do need to so go. So she's got to get all flashed up, and she's supposed to be leaving now. Yeah, I and do. And she's have so to get not leaving. dressed for going out. Trust me. <laughs> what if this was what I was going to wear out, Meg? I would be. I know so you. Insulted. I saw you do your makeup for the Wine Communicators Award, and it took freaking forever. She's looking at me going, what now? What are you doing? What What's are you going to do with that? that? What, why would you put that in when you just did that with that? <laughs> I, I learned a lot. It was actually quite informative. I don't generally wear makeup, so I use BB cream because it kind of does everything. And I remember yeah. Tori saying to me, yeah, that's what I started using when I was like 14. Yeah. And I'm not 14. I'm a little older than 14. It's kind of does the job okay we yeah i do have to get going let's just wrap it up here we're going to be back with you next week Uh, is it it, mm, we've got a couple more episodes in us and i think we should have a listeners poll (gasps) yes i'll put it up what was your favorite favorite i don't know how you're gonna no let's do a listener's choice yep your favorite one it's gonna have to just be you messaging in But anyway, we'll figure it out. Enjoy your next glass of wine. And drink well.